guys, it's Kim. Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Happy Tuesday and happy 4th of July. Cool! USA. <laughs> USA. These colors don't bleed. USA. Today, I am being joined by an eagle, apparently, um, also named Keanu. I would have a much better nose if I was an eagle. Oh, you, have a, you don't like your nose? It's a little puggy. I say that I have the side profile of a pug. It's adorable. I love your pug nose. I have a pointy nose, so. I love that, though. It seems, it's like very, like, Swedish. <gasps> Thank you. Swedish Not me saying that you look like a foreign queen. Oh, my God. Thank you. Your episode today is being hosted by an eagle and a Swedish queen. So, welcome back. Sorry, we're going to. Talk about guest appearances. Yes, yeah, so we're, <laughs> we're kind of in a silly, goofy mood this morning, but. Happy 4th of July. I hope you guys are having a fun day so far. I hope you had a fun weekend as well. Kiana and I are actually pre-recording today's podcast episode because I'm getting some work done. Yes, bitch. I'm very excited about it. And I've decided I'm just going to pre-record a few episodes to have it ready to go. Content for you guys to enjoy while I'm out of commission, but really excited. Stay tuned for more updates on that. I'll talk about it in a bit during Catch Up With Kim. But in today's podcast episode, what are we talking about? Well, I have one thing to say before that. Oh. Future Kiana, if you're listening to this on July 4th, bitch, you better be on a boat with a beer in your hand. (laughs) XO. Is that what you're doing for the 4th? I think. I So one thing about me is I don't respond to text messages. But I think that I have, like, my new soon-to-be roommate um, asked if I wanted to go on the 4th of July, I think. So it's over for y'all bitches. Catch me on the boat. Oh, my gosh. Fun. I bought sunblock and everything. Which lake are you going on? Hopefully Travis. Travis is just more lake. Yeah. Like I feel like Austin, it's just you feel the warmth because it's like shallow. Whereas Travis, it's like you feel like you're actually on an adventure. Okay. I've never been to Lake Travis before. Mm. And I've only had like that one Lake Austin experience, one on the boat. I didn't enjoy it. And so now I need to try out Lake Travis because everybody and their mom talks about how amazing it is. Well, I'm thinking about going for my birthday. So you'll be invited. (gasps) When's your birthday? July 25th. Oh my God, it's soon. I know. Okay, well, hopefully I am all ready to go and I can attend. That would be amazing. It would be so fun because I I think that it would, it would have to be the weekend after my birthday because the weekend before there's someone whose birthday is on the 23rd, which is like a cancer thing, I think. I think that's a cancer, right? Mm, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know why I thought you were into... I, I like astrology, but I'm a Pisces. I don't... I, I know certain signs, but some I don't. I would... Like Sagittarius? When is that? I'd be willing to say that I have never said the word Pisces in my life. (gasps) I'm a Pisces. Okay, we're getting a little off topic, but in today's podcast episode, Kiana and I are going to be chatting about how to have that Miss Independent energy on the 4th of July and every day, sharing stories from our own lives and sharing our secret tips on what has helped us become the strong, independent women who don't need no men that we are today. It's going to be really fun. If you guys love today's episode, which I really hope you do, please make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a written review if you have an extra minute. Make sure to give me a thumbs up. Click that subscribe button on YouTube and follow me on Instagram at My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast. With all that said, we are now going to jump on into Catch Up with Kim. So, you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? So, as I mentioned, Kiana and I actually pre-recorded today's episode. So, by the time this comes out, I have started my drum roll. (laughs) 
<laughs> I totally took the spotlight. Sorry. Your drum roll is a beatbox. I love <laughs> sorry. that. I'm sorry. I here. was expecting like a. Brrr. I got you. No, I got you. No, that was good. I prefer the beatbox. Okay. Give me a drum roll. Okay. Drum roll. Thank you very much. By the time this episode comes out, I have officially started my veneer process, which yes. I am so, so excited for. My face is going to be pretty much out of commission for, I feel, the month of July. I'm getting temporaries, and then I get the permanent ones on, I think, near the end of July, early August. Are you still going to work? Yeah. With your temporaries? Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to try not to, like, open my mouth often. You're going to have to learn how to smize. Yeah. I can. I'm a good smizer. You are. I can I can do that. I On Monday, or this coming up Monday, since we're pre-recording, I'm getting my gums contoured. Do you know what that is? I couldn't even like begin to guess. Yeah. So I, and people say, no, you don't. But I think I have a pretty gummy smile. So when I like soft smile, it's not bad. But if I'm like actually laughing and like enjoying myself and not just posing for a camera, my gums show a lot. I hate it. Give me a quick smile. I mean, you don't have like engaged girl gums, but you have like, you have gums. Now imagine like, <laughs> They just like show and like, it's just, they, they look slightly like engaged girl gums. Yeah. And I don't love that for me. So I'm getting my gums contoured, which means shaved down basically Oof. to expose the tooth more. And so it's going to be pretty rough of a process. I'm going to be taking you guys along with me on like the whole thing on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe at Kimberly Cobb. And then I'm posting on Instagram and TikTok as well. So exciting. I, I can't wait, but I'm nervous. I feel like it's a nerve wracking process because like you're placing like a very big, the money maker, you know what I'm saying? It's the money maker, but also I'm like, this is an investment in my future. Yep. Um, as somebody who I do social media for a living, my face is, that's it. That's the money maker. So it's just improving it. Yep. Um, I'm thinking of it as like a new, like a, a, a retouch. I'm just enhancing my yep. myself even more. So I'm just praying I don't get like the Hillary Duff horse teeth from the early 2000s or Ronnie from Jersey Shore yes yes I, I'm going for a very natural look so stay tuned if you guys have any questions about like that whole process let me know because yes. I'm really excited to like answer everything and deep dive and I'll be sharing everything on socials so stay tuned for that we're not looking for piano keys we're not like the way that the teeth look piano oh have yeah. you ever heard that phrase no piano keys like because no. they're long and white no well I don't want that either yeah correct no piano. But have you ever heard of engaged girl gums? Yeah. Okay. Which, if, if you guys don't know what that is, you want to explain what it is? It's essentially like any person that you know in either like high school or college that were engaged really early, there's like there's some correlation between being engaged early and having really big gums. And it's called engaged girl gums. Maybe and I gums are hot. Maybe I should keep the gums. Maybe. So they're getting wiped up. That's what we're that's what I'm missing. Yeah. So if I'm still single by 40, it's because I don't have enough gums. Yeah, you don't have enough gums. Do you think they're the same person who's an engaged girl gums is also a horse girl? Or are those different? <sighs> I think that they're a little bit different because engaged girl gums, like, I feel like engaged girl gums are more of a personality trait. Yeah. Like, it says more about your personality and, like, horse, horse girls. It's a lifestyle. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and I'm glad we figured that out prayers up for the engaged girl gums even though like they don't they don't need it they they're living a happy you know what they had their happily ever after I know who am I to judge yeah interesting well hopefully I don't have like full engaged girl gums just baby 
baby ones. But I'm getting rid of them. Very, very so excited exciting. for that. Um, next week, actually in like a few days, not next week, I'm going to Florida for my best friend's wedding. My childhood best friend. Wait, what? Where in Florida? Yeah, Pensacola. So, so fun. It's going to be so fun. I was supposed to leave tomorrow. And I just have so much stuff on my to-do list that I ended up changing the flight to Friday. Because I'm like, I'm very overwhelmed with like projects and things I have to do, especially before this procedure. Yep. So she was very understanding. They actually eloped already. And then okay. the wedding parties this weekend. So I'm not like in the fun. wedding. It's going to be super, super fun. That's kind of the way to do it. I agree. The only downside for her is like she was planning on doing like a really small wedding party. And then her then fiance, now husband, because they got married already, uh, invited like almost 200 people. Wait, how do you accidentally invite 200 people? I can't name two people. Like, I know. Like gun to my head, I'll name 10. Yeah. Like, it's, I know. She's like, so yeah, he invited like 200 people. So we're going, we're renting out a venue. And luckily they know the owners of the venue. It's at a brewery. And so they're giving it to them for free as a wedding gift. But it's, she's like, was a little overwhelmed because she's like, it turned into something bigger than I expected. But she is also lucky that the logistics just fell into her fucking lap. Yeah, they really did. Like getting a brewery for free, queen mm -hmm. shit. Yeah, so I'm really excited. We met in middle school. So it's like, this is my first like long term friend to get married. Does she live in Florida? Mm hmm. So are they just like going down the road or are they traveling to Pensacola? Like do they? They, they live in, they live in Pensacola. Yeah, we That's grew up in nice. California. It's like a staycation of sorts. Yeah, he's military, so she moved there to be with him like four years ago. And they're finally getting married. Last thing, I hit somebody last week. With your fist? With my car. Oh, shit. A parked car. I'm an idiot. I'm literally a fucking idiot. Um, I've never gotten in an accident before. I've never hit anybody. Not, like, nothing. There's not a single ding on my record. And You've never been pulled over either? No. And I, yeah. And so I, I went to Swedish Hill on Father's Day. Damn it. And there was one parking spot finally opening up. And I was like, oh my God, I need to go get it. So like I drive not quickly, like what, 15, 10, five miles an hour. Like it was, it's a small parking lot. Parking lot urgency. Yeah. So I go in and I just underestimated how big my car is. And I just, boom, hit the car. Is it bad? My car's fine. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Their car like had pretty extensive. It was like scratch and it looked like a little dent, but you couldn't really tell in the shade. I took videos, pictures, everything. So I dealt with it with insurance that same day. This wow, is your reminder. That's good insurance. Yeah. This is your reminder to have insurance. They're covering everything. How much is your rate going to go up? They didn't tell me yet. So I'm like knocking <laughs> on wood. This is like the first time. So I'm hoping it's not too much, but of course, it w I'm not even going to... Whoever's listening might be the owner of the car, so I don't want to <laughs> specify too much. I've probably said too Were much Were they already. okay, though? I never. I left a note on their car because they weren't there. And so I went into the restaurant, wrote my phone number, left on the windshield, took a picture of it, took a picture of all the damages. And then um, part of me was like, just drive away. Just drive away. The but devil on the shoulder. I am such a big believer in like karma. I'm like, it's not worth it. Like either they have cameras in the... the at the restaurant that are going to see me or I'm going to get hit by a car or like, and it, I'm not going to ruin somebody's day. So I went back, put them on yeah. the car. I asked them to text me. I was like, I would start crying if they called me. Well, so I was like, text me. And in this day and age, there is always someone watching. Always. Yeah. Like if I learned anything from Dateline, mm -hmm. it's like, there's always someone that sees something. Yeah. So you may as well just come clean about it. 
Yeah, and you know, Swedish Hill has that apartment complex behind it, and there was like a guy up People on the balcony are perching watching. on those ledges. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, somebody for sure saw this. So it's already already taken care of. His damages are getting paid for. Um, but that it was just like a shock factor, and then I had to go into brunch and like sit there with my friends and be like, "This happened." Let's like, say because then you got like you you were in fight or flight. Yeah, and then you like took care of it, and then when you're done, you're like, "That was exhausting." So exhausting. And luckily I had my mom to walk me through the whole process. Ugh, I was like, queen. mom, what do I do? I was all panicked. But that was my week. How was yours? It was good. I honestly, I feel like this week was a little bit of a blur. It was really busy. I now live alone for now for the week. Yeah. Um, by the time you're listening to this, I will have had a new roommate. Her name is Angela. Um, and I know her from whenever we sold power tools together. Um, we were... We call it slinging tools. We would literally demo power tools in the Home Depot for people and try to sell power tools. What a different life you were living at that time. Correct. Every morning. How I would, old were you? Out of college. Selling power tools. Yeah. They told us that it was like a leadership program. And so I, and honestly, this is the thing. It's like, I can't even complain because like you, I had a company car, made good money, and all I had to freaking do was slang power tools in the Home Depot. Yeah. And so I do know anything you could possibly ever need to know about power tools or yard equipment. This is such a fun fact about you. I know. I know nothing about power tools. It's so. like a subtle flex of mine. Like me and I keep talking about um, my old roommate, Jessica Queen. Um, her and I, that's how we met, was we were putting a group together with these two fucking bozos and part of our training for this power tool, you know, education program was to build a bathroom with like, like electrical and pipes and everything. And um, it was pretty much just me and her because fucking Dumb and Dumber had no idea what was going on. But yeah, so I know her, my new roommate, Angela, from that role. Whenever we sold power tools, like we can tell you anything you need to know. So, so you guys will have like the most that your house is just going to be very well taken care of and like managed, I imagine. No, 100 percent. Like I asked her actually last week, I was like, do you want to hire like a lawn crew? And she was like, Kiana, like we, we used to this. we used to sell these lawnmowers in our sleep. And I'm like, you're so right. And like the literally the lawnmower that I use, I actually created the package for that is sold in Home Depot, which is like, wow, sm- so, so small world. So you you had mentioned this previously on a podcast episode that you went through a breakup. Mm-hmm. So then you had a spot open up in your house. Yep. She's moving in now. Are you excited to have a new roommate? Yeah, I think I'm excited to have a new roommate because um, her and I are in very similar stages in life, I think. She's yeah. not fresh out of a breakup, but we're both in Austin um, excited and willing to do you know a little bit of anything and everything. So I think that will be great. And I think that we're further along in our professional career too to where we can do more elevated things if that makes sense yeah go to like, like a fancy dinner together right enjoy downtown. like we're not trying to like go I mean if I get drunk enough but like I'm not trying to go and like go into Buford's you <laughs> know like our last like, episode together you're like at the drag brunch I know we're not trying to do that, that like well. one thing one thing about me is I have depth yes I yes. go from one range, way to the other range I have depth. range that's what it is range yeah. um so yeah I low-key had like a mental breakdown last week between work being a lot and um, you know, the move out of it all. And so my mom, it's a, that's a lot yeah, to go through. It's a lot. And it's just because like your you, life just doesn't be put on pause because you're mourning something like you still have to continue to go through the motions. Yeah. Um, and so what I could typically give a hundred percent to last week, I was kind of giving 20%, 30%, which is okay. Um, and I think it's so important to have grace with yourself. Because life can throw you like the craziest of curveballs and you can't always give give it a hundred. I like not this is not the same. You're going through so much worse right now or more challenging things in life. But like 
I started going to the gym a lot more. Yes. And I'm like so proud of myself. And then yesterday I started my period and I still went yesterday morning, 6 a.m. Woke up, went to the gym, two hours, got it, pumped it out. And then this morning is day two of this week. And I'm like, I'm going to go. And my alarm went off at six. And I was like, fuck that. I was cramping so bad. I'm like, I just can't give 100% right now. And you have to understand that like whether it's like a health thing or something emotional going on in life like and you don't want to grow to hate it either exactly like find it miserable but honestly I think that's impressive this is what I always tell my spin classes when I teach because I teach first thing Monday morning um and so this would have been Monday morning for you too it's like it's hard to show up in general to like want to work out and you know do all the things much less like first first part of the week first thing in the morning like that sets your tone for the rest of the week, and that's, like, impressive. Exactly. Um, so, queen shit, 6 a.m., yes. Thank Pop you. off. Very proud of myself. Pop off. Well, I'm excited for your new chapter. Did yes. anything else exciting happen this week? Well, Jody came to town because, you know, she was doing some damage control. We did all the things for the house, like, cleared it Mama all up. Mama Jody, for those of you yes, who don't know her Yes, my mother, queen. So, she came for a couple days. She, like, called into work and just, like, showed up. And I was a little bit too sad to, like, get out of bed and help. So, I... Um, literally napped for a couple hours and I woke up and she had done everything like I don't know it's just so sweet um I know and then Sunday was my sweet little Crosby my little um border collie cattle dog mix who never grew so he looks like a Boston Terrier Corgi mix (laughs) he turned four years old and he is my fucking king they grow up so fast I I did you get him a cake so we don't do cakes. We actually do wow. double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Oh, okay. That's and good. That's what my mom would yes. do for our pit bull. She loved McDonald's. See? So we, yeah. we have this little hat that has Velcro on the front. And you just like put the number on there. So it changes every year. And then. What a good investment. The, correct. And then so like the one whose birthday it is, because I have two dogs. The one whose birthday it is gets a double cheeseburger and the other one just gets a cheeseburger. Wow. And then we, we sing all the songs and they eat it and. 0.5 seconds because they're dogs and it's so fucking annoying like I want it to be like a ceremony you know yeah, you want them to like enjoy the yeah. meal and they're just like these dogs don't even chew I'm like so useless but that's kind of my week it was like again oh, a little, bit, so a little birthday, bit hard Crosby. but he's such a king yeah uh, he's getting Our, more emo with age but aren't we all you know uh, yes very very well happy birthday to Crosby everybody yes. wish him a uh, happy birthday I should post a picture of him in feed. I'm going to. Please do. We need some aesthetic shots of him. No. Oh, my God. Um, but that wraps up our Catch Up With Kim. And now we're going to share our picks of the week. Oh, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? See, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. Jumping on into picks of the week. For those of you new here, the picks of the week are anything from a new beauty product you're using or somewhere you traveled or a show you're watching, a song you like. It can be literally anything. So I usually have my special guests share theirs. I share mine. So Kiana, what is your pick or picks of the week? Awesome. I have one and it's a very big one because um, there's nothing like the commitment that you have to make when choosing wall art. That's very true. (sighs) Stress. And so I went from, you know, having, being in a relationship and having the whole house kind of like be our decorative space. Mm -hmm. And I have no doubt that my roommate and I are going to really like, collaborate on what the house looks like wait you know what I'm envisioning sorry to cut you off but like from going from a space when you're in a relationship to like a girl like a lady den kind of place like are you guys gonna glam it up and like make it more girly and fun yeah and like less like 
neutral. Yeah. Like literally my bathroom is like a blue shower curtain with like navy striped like depressing shower mats. Like yeah. it's criminal. And so no. yeah, like I'm using you need, this like, as the an cheetah opportunity. rug that says like you look good naked. <laughs> yeah, shit like, like shit that. like no, one hundred percent like maybe like you know like a lipstick chair, like a high heel chair. I'm kidding, but like <laughs> but, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean if if anyone has one, let me know. So no, I'm like, okay, now I get to finally like decorate my room since my room is like the one thing that's just mine. Yeah. I'm going to like do it all out. So I ordered some prints from headwestprints.com. I haven't heard of that. And because I always say howdy and y'all and all that stuff. And so I'm kind of thinking that my room is going to be, I don't have like a style, I wouldn't say. I'm a little bit all over the place and like that's my style. So I like love the rattan gold um, kind of like no, I wouldn't say country because country is a fine line. Could be tacky. Yeah, well, because rattan's like more boho. Gold is more glam. Correct. And then the cowboy is more Western. Precisely. Precisely. We got to... Do you need help? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm scared for you. I'm so scared I'll, of thinking of like a rattan chair. I just... Okay, go okay, on. I'll, I'll send you pictures because it really doesn't look as bad as it is. <laughs> um, but I got this big 36 by 24. Um, and it's a print. So it like, kind of looks like a stamp, which I like. So it looks a little bit different with a gold frame and it's pink the gold frame and it says howdy and it's so cute that sounds really cute I am so excited about it um but yeah no my room's 100% a clusterfuck I just got rid of picture frames that are gold that say howdy because I was like oh it's not like my vibe anymore well it's my vibe bitch because I'm like six months behind you yeah my old my first apartment I moved here in with my sister it was like very bright colors the howdy like we really like fell into that little niche and like yep. made it like really fun and exciting and like little cactuses and gold and pops of color now I'm in a more neutral space which I like still Love the that. pops of pink mm-hmm. but wait that's exciting so what's the no. is your pick of the week then the frame the like what? What is your? Pick it's gonna, it's that website in general because I think that website has a lot. What I love about it is I don't know what that's called. Whenever it's like one stamp and then they like do a lot of posters, so like every single print looks different. Well, send me the link to it. Okay. We'll put it in the show notes for you guys to check out for yourself. Obsessed. It sounds really cool. Love and you'll it. have to um, tag my lips aren't sealed in your um, apartment decor. If I you're will posting it on stories so people can yeah. Can see. Whenever you see my clusterfuck of a room. I'll be sure to have all the tags on there. I love that. Yes. Can't wait. Okay. What's yours? Um, I have two, two picks of the week. The first one is, and I'm not drinking it right now, but I just wrapped up filming a partnership, which I'm really excited for. And that this is not sponsored in this episode. I'm just bringing it up because I love it. So the brand is called recess and they Mm. have these recess zero proof mocktail, like craft mocktails. Mm. And so they sent me a box of them. Obviously like I'm not drinking. I Googled, I was like, how many days have I been sober? So I put in the last day. Stop. 231 days. You're almost a year? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Are you going to have like a celebration or something? No. I feel like a celebration is for somebody who like had a a challenging relationship with alcohol. Like for me, it was just a lifestyle shift. And so I don't think that would be necessarily right. But it's something to still be proud of. And like my life's changed a lot since. So... It's exciting for me to partner with them because this is one of my first paid partnerships with a brand that I organically really loved and also is just so on brand with like this new aspect of my life. Yep. So make sure to keep an eye out. I'm going to be posting a TikTok with them of like about my sobriety and like enjoying their drinks by the pool. They're so So good. They had the one I love the most. They have like a Paloma, a Mule, Mm. Margarita, and then a watermelon mojito. And so the mojito... 
so good really it, i mean so good and you refreshing can pour it, yeah like you can just drink it straight out of the can because they're canned beverages or you can pour it over ice and like um what is it called when mole what like bear like when you have put berries um, on the bottom and you squish them moling right no that's like mold wine oh and i want to say mash that's not right either i i literally just bought one of those too muddle muddle yeah okay so I, I almost you almost have me convinced that it was mole yeah no 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 muddle so you can like muddle some berries on the bottom yum, yum. and then pour it over and then add a little bit of garnish like still make a really cute mojito is it sparkling mm-hmm. oh yum yeah, i think it was I, it how's the paloma it. one because my uh, paloma is my shit i'll have you take one home okay yeah no they're up. they're so good um but love that so again that's recess uh, zero proof craft mocktails. I think I actually do have a discount code that I'm not being promoted to <laughs> talk about on this episode, but I'll put it in the show notes too. I think the code is just Kimberly. So that makes it easy, easy. Um, double check me, but check that, check that out. So, so good. And then my second pick of the week, I just have two this week, Indian matchmaking. Have you seen it? I pray I that you've heard seen it. so much about this. It's so good. I wish you saw it. Okay. okay. Is it's it based in the U S um, it's in the U.S. and they have some people on the show who are in India. So it's so really fascinating to watch. I wish we could chat about it more. That's your homework to watch it. Okay. But I started watching it because so many people were recommending it. Basically, the show is about an Indian matchmaker who families hire to match their sons and daughters up. And it's not necessarily an arranged marriage because the when they're matched, they're not forced to be together. So they she still sh- date. And they like- still date. And if it works out, and uh, then they get married, of course. But if the couple decides, like, no, nah, it's not really a match, then the matchmaker will match them with somebody else. So she really is, like, it's a very, like, modern-day arranged marriage, I feel like. Because the families still meet. Like, the parents are there on most of their first dates. It's so interesting. But it's on a, Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. I definitely recommend watching it. There's also a Jewish matchmaking, which I, I'm watching next. Okay. I'm interested to see which one, because I heard that Jewish matchmaking is really good. I heard it's better. Yeah. And now we're going to shift into the main portion of today's okay. episode, where we are going to be talking about how to have Miss Independent Energy today and every day. So, Kiana, what is what does being independent mean to you? Give it like one or two sentences. For me, independence is genuinely and generally being okay mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, etc. I think mm-hmm. it's very easy to, for example, when people go to college and they're looking for their MRS degree, take back a little bit of that independence mm-hmm. and focus on when all else fails, you want to be able to rely on yourself. Yeah. You know, so for me, that's such a big source of independence. Yeah, I agree. For me, independence is like, simply put, it's being okay with and embracing being alone. Ooh, I like that. You're not, you're just lonely. Yeah, you're you're not not lonely, but you're, I mean, you're alone, but you're okay being alone. Yeah. Okay. So I, for years, I look at things from more of like a personal perspective and like I, for years was in a very codependent relationship. I relied on this man. Well, it started out opposite. I was very, very independent, made all my own money, had my own car, like had my own friends, all these things. But he was a gaslighter, manipulative, yeah, toxic, very, very controlling, a love bomber. Uh, so at the beginning, I thought he was like the love of my life. And I stayed with him for a long time. And over time, he took more and more of my independence away from me by doing things like, hey, you should sell your car. 
you should quit your job. You should pursue this. I don't like that person. You shouldn't hang out with them anymore. And of course, this is going borderline onto us talking about toxic relationships. But when it comes to the importance of being independent, I didn't realize how important it was until I lost it. Yeah, that's a yeah. And I also didn't realize I had lost it, which was the scariest thing of all. Again, that's a big part of since you lost that independence, it makes it harder to leave. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it makes it harder. There's there would be more of a case to stay in situations that you know you shouldn't be in because of that lack or loss of independence. Which which is why I did. So I think when it comes to being independent, being an independent woman. Not only is it necessary for you to be happy, but also just like it's so necessary to be independent just as like a basic means of being a human. I am a firm believer that you need to be independently okay and you should be dating someone or wanting to be with someone or even have friendships as a plus. Mm -hmm. Like I I hate whenever like men are like, I love that my woman like needs me and like I understand that. I think that's great. Like you should, you should want that love from them, but you also should be so self-fulfilled with things that you have provided for yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, it does make sense. An important thing I I read about recently was like, it's so important to not only rely on your person for your main, main source of like happiness and fulfillment. Like you need to get that from within and in Mm -hmm. order to live a fulfilling life because not another person's not going to do that for you. So I put together a list of five tips on how to be independent. And I wanted us to share advice for the gals who might be lacking in that department. Maybe over the years you've kind of lost yourself a little bit, or maybe you've never been that way and you are just graduating high school or college and you're entering the real world and you're trying to figure out who you are as a person and figuring out who you are going into adulthood This can also apply to somebody who is in their 30s, 40s. Like we are always evolving and growing as people and changing. So maybe the person you are in your 30s is not the same person as you were in your 20s. Yeah. You are you're always trying to figure out who you are as a person, how to be uh, how to be independent. So we're going to jump on into those. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So number one, I'm going to read these off and then we can we can chat about them in order to be independent. Number one is to develop self-confidence. Love that. So building self-confidence is essential for independence. Believe in yourself, embrace your strengths and acknowledge your accomplishments, set realistic goals and work towards achieving them. Remember self-confidence is a skill that can be cultivated over time through practice and positive self-talk. I'm a very firm believer in having self-confidence. I am not somebody who has it all the time. I have moments of weakness. We're all human. There's some times where I'm comparing myself to others or I look in the mirror and I like don't like my reflection or I, I feel like I'll never accomplish a certain goal. That negative self-talk, is, it's going to happen, but yeah. it's up to you to like fight that. And I will say that, you know me, just like always spit, spilling compliments left, right and center. But what I love about you and I've noticed it from the get-go which is why I think that I gravitated towards you is because I'm not naturally someone who is like comes off very like I wouldn't say doting but you're very much like no I I I think that's beautiful I think you're beautiful like and that is so refreshing because I think that for me I sometimes thrive off of self-deprecation whenever like I remember we first talked for the first time and I said something deprecating and you were like no, I disagree. Like, I think like, you know, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And so I appreciate that. Like you actually practice what you preach. Yeah. Um, so I remember that. Yeah. You said something about like, I wanted to take some pictures and you're like, probably about being fat, something like that. I, I don't remember verbatim, but yeah, I was like, no, 
Snap right. out of it. And the thing is, I'm always being honest. I don't give out fake compliments. <laughs> I'm not a fake bitch. Like, I'm only going to compliment you on something. I You're d- like, I'm nice, but I'm not fake. <laughs> I'm not fake. I'm not going to bullshit you. Yeah. So for some things that I, I wrote in little notes that help with my own self-confidence, I put going to the gym, working out, doing classes, things that are maybe a little out of your comfort zone. For me, I was so intimidated for the longest time just by workout classes. And I got so much more confidence by getting out of my comfort zone going to those things. Um, another thing you can do to build your confidence is reading like self-help books, which sounds always sounds so cheesy, but you guys, they help so much. I, again, I'm, I'm still finishing up the why men love bitches book, but I, that's more of a dating relationship book, but it still gives you advice about how to like be a badass bitch and like embrace yourself. Can I, bar- is yours tangible? Yeah. Can, can I, I borrow it whenever you're done? Yeah, of course. Okay, no, it's, it's so good. Uh, another, another few things you can do to build your self-confidence They had mentioned setting realistic goals and working towards achieving them. So if there's a goal, like, for example, you want to get into real estate, take that real estate class, like take those online classes, just do little things that are going to help you get to the goal. Incremental. Yes. And then the last thing I put for building self-confidence is going to therapy. Bitch. It's going to therapy. There used to be a really bad stigma around it. I think that stigma has died a little bit more and more every day. But what are your thoughts on that? I'm going to start with the therapy part because that's fresh on my mind. I've literally probably paid for my therapist's home at this point <laughs> um, because I, I firmly believe that whether – because a lot of people are like, well, I don't have issues. And it's kind of like, okay, one triggered. But two, like that's not the point of therapy. Like therapy is to be able to talk through someone who is unbiased. And something that's very important that I like to point out about therapy is like you're not always the best narrator of your life and your therapist is there – to help you better understand your true self based on your narration. Yeah. Um, And so I think that therapy is the best investment you can make to yourself. And some people are like, well, I have nothing to talk about. There's Everybody has to something through. to talk about. Always Even if it's not directly through. about you, maybe there's something that you experienced mm-hmm. um, growing up or something a coworker did or something that you witnessed that you wanted to talk. You know, it's just, right. it's, it's so good. And I think going to therapy, a therapist can help build your self-confidence. Yep. If you are having those moments of weakness where you feel like you need to be codependent on somebody or you can't do something on your own, um, you need the help of others. A therapist is there to not only listen to you, but also build you up. And you mentioned like doing little things. What I love about therapy is a lot of time your therapist gives you like quote unquote homework. Yes. We and love a project. Yes. And like, I, I feel like that's like, that's the first thing I thought about when you said like, if you want to be in real estate, you know, start to look at these courses, start to study a little bit. And I feel like that's the best thing you can do for self-help is like, you're going to have little pieces of homework that you can do here. Things that you're going to be made aware of throughout the week. And like, those are little ways that you're growing too. Always taking little steps like that are going to be a freaking game changer. When you look back a year from now, you're like, holy shit. Like I've grown a lot. I've done a lot. I Absolutely. Thank goodness. Yeah. And keeping track of those little projects. I spoke on this with a previous episode with the girl Callie I talked with. Mm -hmm. We talked about having a brag sheet. So hers was more and we were talking about professional growth, women in the tech industry. And so having a brag sheet of all the things you've accomplished throughout the whole year. Yep. You can also do that and apply that to your own personal life and the personal things that you've accomplished or grown or or emotional changes and things like that. So building self-confidence is Number one, when it comes to getting that Miss Independent Energy. Number two, we have, in order to get that independent energy, nurture your financial literacy. Being financially independent is crucial. And I have so much to say about this, but it's crucial for overall independence. 
Educate yourself about personal finance, budgeting, saving, investing, learn to manage your expenses, create a savings plan, and understand the basics of investing. I don't, but I need to. Mm -hmm. By developing financial literacy, you can gain control over your finances and make more informed decisions. Finances, like the older I get, the more I'm like, fuck. I wish I like would have known earlier more about investing and budgeting and, and all these things because transparently and we've talked about this we both have if you feel comfortable me saying we both have like a small portion of debt that we're paying off and it's just a little bit of stress in the back of your mind all the time that you're thinking about yep and you don't realize how much it actually there and how much real estate it takes until you don't have it anymore exactly exactly and so I was in a situation in a past relationship where my ex controlled all of our finances and having to rely on him. Can I get this jacket as a grown ass fucking woman mm. looking back? I want to slap myself silly, but would he say yes a lot? Yeah, of course. Cause he wanted to be the provider and that was his way of controlling me. And that's like a very small example. Like it was bigger picture things too. Like whether or not we went on, whether or not I went on trips to see my friends and things like that like it it just it can blow out of proportion so quickly so having your own money uh, your own savings account your own understanding of your money and where it's going is going to give you such a sense of pride and independence yep what are your have you ever joined expenses with a with a partner or I mean no 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 I haven't I I'm always because my thing is is like growing up um finances were always like difficult so I think that's why I like play my cards very close to the vest because is it vest or chest i think chest really unless you're wearing a vest i used to have an american eagle vest remember those were cool back in the day so cool the pinstripes oh stop yeah i was obsessed it was like baby blue and white pinstripe like almost like a seersucker vibe yeah bitch (laughs) i was fucking stunting Uh, uh. Mm -hmm. with my four teeth it's fine um (laughs) I, i can't go back down that road so i think that that's why for me like i almost am more cautious when it comes to sharing finances I think that in the future I would always want, and again, I've never been married or been in a situation where I've had to share finances. Like I can't, I can't like answer this with like 100% certainty, but I would think that I would want to always have like something that's mine. Yeah. And then like a pot that we throw money into and then he he can have his. Yeah. I saw this clip. It was from Steve Harvey. (laughs) Do you know Steve Harvey? Obsessed. I love Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, if you're listening, I love you. (laughs) I've always loved him on Family Feud. He's hilarious. But I saw this clip on TikTok and he said married couples should always have four bank accounts. So one is for where they each put their income checks into. Mm-hmm. The next one is what they pay to for all their split bills and expenses and whatever. Or sorry, that's the first one. Okay. And that only pay their income that pays for checks and expenses and bills and things for the house. The second one is their savings plan. So their savings account for emergency fund, trips, yep. things like that. And then he said the other two are going to be one for the husband, one for the wife, where they yep. can spend their own money separately. Yep. They don't have to ask each other for permission, but a portion of each of their checks goes directly into that. The girl wants to buy a purse or whatever. She can buy it. No questions asked. Yep. It just resolve or it prevents a lot of issues from arising. So whether you are single or in a relationship, I think being financially independent is so important. It will give you a lot of self-worth, confidence, pride, all, all, all the things. Thousand percent agree. Yes. Okay. So number three, in order to be independent, you should cultivate decision-making skills. Hmm. Independence involves being able to make decisions and take responsibility for the outcomes. Practice making choices in your life, both big and small. Consider the pros and cons. Gather information and trust your intuition. 
Learning to make decisions empowers you to assert your independence and take ownership of your life. A big decision. So when I read that for the first time, I was like, yeah, for sure. But then I was like, what does that really mean? Right? Like I, I get it. Making decisions is important. It helps you be independent. But what does that mean? And the bit, my biggest takeaway was trusting your decision making yeah. and having faith in yourself that you're going to make the decision right for you. So a big decision you could make for examples always help me think of things better. I wrote deciding, for example, which city to live in or move to and just trusting your gut. You could be stuck in your hometown and never leave because you just you feel like I can't be independent on my own. I don't trust myself. I'm, I'm going to make the wrong decision and trust that you're going to do what's right for you. Yep. And my thing is, too, it's like sometimes I find myself my a word that I try to get out of my vocabulary is should. Mm. Um, well, I should do this, yeah. but I don't want to. And so then I end up doing it. And it stresses me out. It overwhelms me. It's like, for example, let's say that someone, someone's like, Kiana, let's go on a hike. And I'm like, I should want to go on a hike. It's mm-hmm. beautiful outside. I should want to get out and move my, and like have some movement exercise, but I don't want to. And I want to stay home and get some stuff done. Now, someone who's a people pleaser and cares about how others will react to them would say, okay, yeah, I'll go on the hike. And then I'll be stressed out the whole time about what I, what I wanted to do. This is a really good example. Go on. Because of what I think I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I function like that so much. It's something I'm constantly working on. Wait, this relates to you so much. Yeah, because you're yeah. always adding things to your plate when you don't have more. Because it's something I give. think I should be doing. Or, yeah. I sh- or like, I should want to go on a hike. I should. Hiking's fun. But honestly, I fucking hate hiking. Ugh, it stresses me out. Hiking's the worst. And like, I'll go sometimes. Well, let me pause. I like certain hikes. But the... Weather has to be perfectly temperate, <laughs> not too much incline. <laughs> it's like, can I get a, can I get a trail map before the trail? Beforehand? I want to see the trail map. There has to be a waterfall or some like, Stop. View. there has to be some view that's worth it. And I have to be able to get a picture out of it. Number four, um, in order to become Miss Independent, we recommend developing a support ne- network. So surrounding yourself with a supportive network of friends, family, mentors, seek out positive relationships that encourage your growth and independence, connect with individuals who inspire and share similar values. Having a support system can provide guidance, emotional support, and encouragement when facing challenges. This is key, I think, to becoming independent, which sounds a little yeah. contradicting. But when you have people who want to build you up, who want to make you the best version of yourself and encourage you to take risks and and follow your dreams those are people that are going to add to your your self-worth and sense of independence versus being surrounded by people who belittle you who who make you feel like you are are not worth anything making sure you're you're surrounded i think the keyword here is developing a support network so being surrounded by people mm-hmm. who, who want to support you my biggest tip for this though is knowing that it, it takes time yep I've been in Austin for a few years now, and my first whole year here, my support network was two or three people, truly. Like, I I was coming out of of a bad relationship, and I didn't trust a lot of people. As the time has gone on, now I have an expansive group of friends and people that I trust and who built me up. How has it been for you? I think that people underestimate how hard it is, because I've been in Austin for going on three years, and part of it was because I was here, here during COVID, but a lot of it is, it's a lot of work. Um, and I think that a big part of it, though, though, is too, is, again, with the shoulds. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some people who I just, 
at the beginning did not enjoy hanging out with them. I didn't feel like they brought me any joy. I didn't feel like a better person when I was with them. And being an adult is being part of like, I think it's time for us to move on. Like I, do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so that's something that I have been kind of challenged with the past couple of years is like, I've met this person and like at the time it was the only friend I had. And, but as time goes on, it's so fair to constantly evaluate your friendships mm-hmm. um, because we're not in high school anymore. You're not stuck with them for you know, you know what I mean? Like you're not yeah. stuck in the same hometown forever. Like as you continue to grow and change as a person, it is only natural and expected that your relationships with other people are going to change yep. as well. Yep. You still might remain friends with them, but the relationships, the extremeness of the relationship might shift. 100%. And you have to be okay with that. The last tip for being independent is embracing your personal growth. So continuously strive for personal growth and development. Engage in activities that expand your knowledge, skills, and experience. Pursue your interests and passions. Take up new hobbies and step outside your comfort zone. Embracing personal growth allows you to explore your potential, discover new strengths, and become more independent. After I left that codependent relationship I was talking about, I literally was so brainwashed I thought I couldn't do anything on my own like but even when it comes to you know you're coming into yourself as an adult you're trying to figure out okay I'm not in high school anymore I'm not I'm not on the girls basketball team or whatever what am I gonna basketball no I was just I did when I was little (laughs) okay I did water polo (laughs) oh so I'm not on the varsity starting team anymore Um. (laughs) okay I did play water polo I'm not on the water polo team anymore I know shocking that's a fucking pool yeah it was intense Oh, yeah. I was MVP, too. And you have to tread water the whole time, right? Yeah. And we would scrimmage with the boys. It was so challenging. I was pure muscle. But when I went into college, this is actually, actually, it's a good point. When I went to college, I was like, you know what? I'm going to continue doing water polo. Like, that would be so much fun. Well, high school water polo (laughs) is a lot different than (laughs) collegiate level water polo. Because I came from my small town in California, which we still, I was super strong. I was super talented. But when you go into a pool, a physical (laughs) pool... With all these women who have been swimming their whole lives. I had water polo for a few years. Uh, it's just different. Your interests and hobbies evolve. So I was like, you know what? Maybe yep. water polo is not for me anymore. <laughs> I would make it happen. On to basketball. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> On to basketball. But then I joined a sorority and I like found like new interests and new friends. It's getting out of your comfort zone, trying new things, building your confidence, figuring out what you like, what you don't like. Is there anything that you feel like contributed to your independence like becoming an independent woman oh something that I did is I said yes and was okay with being uncomfortable because I knew that I would learn from it Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah no it does make sense and what in what situation did that occur for example I was living in Houston after college which honestly if you have never been to Houston I think Houston is so slept on I love Houston. I just saw a TikTok about this Moroccan oasis spa in Houston where they literally wash your hair for you. Like you lay down, they pour water over your head and stuff. My dream. We should go. I would drive to Houston to get my hair played with. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, Like, no questions asked. Holy shit. Anyways, Houston slept on. So, um, and I was working for that power tool company. (laughs) (laughs) Sling and tools. Yeah. Sling and tools. And they offered for me to go to the corporate office in South Carolina. And I essentially had to make the decision within like four days to move or not. They're like, we're going to, we would come pack up your house and everything. You just need to get like, be up here within a week. And I had just started dating my boyfriend at the time. 
was living with my cousin who was my best friend and it just seemed and I had a great group of friends in Houston it seemed so much easier to just like say no and look for a job elsewhere but just something nagged at me and was like this could be really uncomfortable and you could learn a lot from this and I I remember I like blacked out on the phone call I don't remember accepting the offer even because I was like yeah I'll do it and within a day my mom and I got in my car all I had was a suitcase and I just drove away from my house in Houston and drove to South Carolina and started work that following Monday. Wait, where in South Carolina? Greenville. Wow. My, I would move back to Greenville in a heartbeat. I almost moved to Charleston Ugh, before I renewed love. my lease here. I was like dead set on Charleston. I, South Carolina, well, the Carolinas in general are the most slept on states. They're beautiful. I like, again, and I moved back to Austin because I was in love. I was in a relationship. Yeah. Um, but I would move back in a heartbeat. Be- but again, I would never have known that. And I had to grow so much because I went holidays without seeing my family. Yeah. I, and I said but- yes when at the time, everything that was comfortable was telling me no. And I imagine you grew a lot as a person in learned a lot about independence right by doing that and I met some of the greatest people like Mm -hmm. my some of my best friends it can really pay off over like 10 times over yeah um and so like just embracing that discomfort and being like you know what just because it's comfortable doesn't mean that it's the right answer it's like or it's the thing you should do Mm -hmm. um sometimes discomfort equals growth (gasps) love that oh my god damn girl who is she well let's end on this uh remember that independence is a journey and it takes time and effort to develop be patient with yourself celebrate your progress and don't be afraid to seek help or guidance along the way I hope you guys liked listening to Kiana and I chat about this we both are very independent women we pay for our own shit we have grown as women we've taken risks and believe us when you we tell you that it pays off and it's so worth it and if things don't work out, you can always go back to where you where yep. you started. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, which I hope you did, reminder again to please rate me five stars, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, leave a written review, thumbs up, subscribe on YouTube, and follow us on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast. I'll share a picture of Crosby and some other little bits and things that we talked about throughout this episode. Did you have anything else you wanted to plug? No, just that you should end it with like, she got her own car. She got her own bl- whatever that song oh, yeah. is. Um What's the chorus? Do you know what that means? I got it all. Yeah. Give me a drum roll. Okay. So good. What's your What's your handle again for people who want to follow you? Kiana underscore Milliken. K-I-O-N-A underscore Milliken. M-I-L-L-I-C-A-N. Perfect. Well, thanks so much again for being on. Kiana's going to be joining me, as I mentioned, on a previous episode. Every other so often, more and more, because we love having her. She's so great. And I just, I love chatting with you. So I appreciate your time. Can't get rid of me, bitches. (laughs) We can't get get rid of her. Hope you guys had a great week and have an even better week ahead. I love you so much. And we'll chat more next week. Bye, Bye. y'all.